Hello everyone, I'm Contest of Wrestling.com, joined by John Clark tonight to talk about WWE Monday Night Raw, just a stone's throw away from WrestleMania. John, how are you doing tonight on this fine Monday evening? I'm doing good, how are you? Doing pretty well, doing pretty well. Uh, Raw tonight, the biggest story coming out of it, John, is the fact that Veer will finally come after WrestleMania. Uh, and that just I'll get of, to see it too. There you go. It's your. It's <laughs> going to be a momentous occasion. We'll talk more about that. That later. will be the return of the night. I guarantee you that. <laughs> or I guess not the return, the debut of the night. I mean, him and Cody, they're technically returns. Uh, Veer was on the main roster very briefly at one point, and All right, actually Cody was as well. But it's easy to refer to it as a debut because it, like it's Veer, so all these first. It's a whole thing. It's it's a weird time though, because like they were they were uh, Fifel Fifel Slack reported the the outline for Raw before the show tonight, and I looked at the outline and I looked at it and I and I thought, wow, a lot of this just seems very skippable. Granted, mo- some things happened that wound up being more noteworthy than expected, like the Miz unmasking Rey Mysterio that caught me by surprise. I was like, oh, that's that's a thing. Are there a couple other things as well. Not a bad show. Not a bad show. Some things on it were not great, but not a bad show. Herman saying Raw is pretty good. Nestor after that as well, saying Veer will be on the Raw after WrestleMania, a very fitting occasion uh, for, for that uh, for that wonderful day for Veer. Very, very happy for him that he's going to get to come to Raw. Finally, finally. Long, long overdue, but we'll talk about that as well. Uh, Raw is weird, John, because there was a main event, but there's no like real... I mean, there, there's not like there's, there's no championship feud, right? Like Brock is over technically over on SmackDown, so Raw is like doesn't really have like this real main feud. Yeah. Like, it's technically, it's Edge and AJ Styles, and that's what we end up seeing play out in the main event. So in some ways, I might as well just start there because I don't know where, where else to kind of dive in otherwise because this did kind of play out throughout the show. Uh, we had Seth Rollins kind of try, yet again struggling to to find his spot or find his way to get a spot on the WrestleMania card, which, as Nestor points out, 12 days away. WrestleMania is just 12 days away. Seems pretty crazy. John's pumping his fist, but uh, we are on the, the very home stretch here. And that means that Seth Rollins is running out of time to get on this card. Which is it's inherently silly. I think we've we've at least touched on this before. It's Seth Rollins, John. He's gonna be on the card, okay? They're they're trying to be like, oh, Seth Rollins, you're not gonna be on the card if you don't like either have a title was the first thing, or or now with the past two weeks he's tried to re- replace Kevin Owens and Adrian Styles. Like, come on, WWE. Like they they would not intentionally leave him off the card. It's Seth Rollins, one of the bigger stars. Like they're inherently kind of. Telling a little, little bit of a silly story, but well, you heard what he said. He said you can't buy into rumors. Uh, <laughs> he did. He, he said it. He said it. Um, we ain't gonna talk about this. They officially, well, not officially. Okay, so they Cody Rhodes officially, supposedly, reportedly signed signed of WWE. Uh, as per the latest report from PW Insider, that was Friday night. The Fightful Select uh, provided more details. That they, they couldn't quite 100% confirm it, but yet again, we are very clearly moving towards like, okay, this seems to be happening. Uh, still not 100% confirmed, so you can't really, like, we nobody can really. Well, I don't know where you stand, but I am uh, inclined to 100% believe that it is, it is signed on the dotted line. It is official, I think. I know it's not like officially official, but to me, I think it's, it's already been. Signed. I don't Reportedly know. Reportedly, he has signed his deal with this. Haven't officially like the the company has not officially announced it. But as far as we can tell, it has happened. Uh, and and I think we as fans gonna have to assume we are proceeding that to the case. But in in storyline, we are still pretending that Seth Rollins will not have a dance partner at WrestleMania, even though it's very clear that uh, he'll be he will he will have a, he'll have a, a friend to, to keep him busy at WrestleMania or maybe not a friend but an, an opponent <laughs> you know given that's where we you know can assume we're but, going but as we stand now he's kind of at a crossroads exactly I I I worked that into my headline for the main event pat on the back I was like I got to get these puns in there Seth's at the crossroads because he lost again tonight he tried to take AJ Styles' spot in his own WrestleMania match against Edge. Uh, for some reason, Adam Pierce decided to humor a guy who has now um, basically hijacked the show twice and said, "Oh, I'm gonna, you know, try and you know get on WrestleMania." And tonight, he was literally threatening to like stop the show, and he interrupted AJ Styles, uh, and, and then 
you know, Adam Pierce is like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna cooperate. We're gonna give you this one last chance to get this match. Wind up being the main event match, AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. A very, very good match, uh, as you would expect, two of the very best on the roster at this point. Liked it a lot. Uh very good match. I thought, you know, I felt pretty safe in thinking that AJ would just win. And then Edge comes out and attacks AJ with a chair to make sure that AJ won, but I guess to, to prevent Seth from taking a loss. So AJ wins, Seth loses. He ends the show by throwing a temper tantrum. Uh, and someone just said that uh, they liked the, the uh, yeah, Steven said uh, Seth did a great temper tantrum. Uh, so no, you could, they're definitely like uh, telling the story of like he's very desperate. He even said during the match, like, I need this, I need this WrestleMania match. He wants this moment. Uh, Brian's saying the outburst felt genuine, but the show ends. Seth, Seth is upset, and yet again, saying, Oh, he's gonna, he's gonna hijack the show next week, and he's gonna, it's not gonna go on until he gets what he wants. And so, John, I ask you, and someone just said a minute ago, as Stephen saying, John, you're going to Raw next week. Do you think you're gonna see Cody in person potentially? Uh, I don't, I don't think, I think they're gonna wait till the, the actual pay per view or premium live event. Sorry, um, but. I could see a world in which they, you know, like further tease it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say like a, a video package or a vignette that straight says it's him, but maybe a mystery video package where it's somebody like saying, you know, I'll be there. I accept or whatever. But uh, I think the beginning of raw next week will be comparable to that back when Daniel Bryan had overtaken raw and had people in the ring and everything uh, occupy raw movement. Something along the lines of that, where I think he'll come out, he'll demand something happen, and then he calls the buffoons. Uh, Adam Pierce and Sonya will come out and probably make some kind of a, an announcement where you know we found something for you, or we have an idea, or something like that, and it might go from there. Uh, so, but to summarize the main event, really, I thought the match itself was very good. Although I think fans will complain about the finish, but I think it benefits everybody because Rollins didn't lose clean. You further the edge and, and style storyline there. Uh, I see this comment from Eric saying, you know, Seth will buy a ticket and show up at Mania like John Cena did a few years ago. I don't think it's going to come down to that now because of what we saw at the end of the show about next week. Something is clearly going to happen next week to set this officially up because he literally, he said, there will not be a show if I don't get what I want. So he's obviously going to start the show, you would imagine, and tear stuff apart or, or whatever. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, I think, you know, Rollins, uh, he he did the pedigree again tonight. One note, I think, is that they need to uh, maybe, I don't know. It's almost like he needs his own name for it or to do something else because like he's been doing it more than just the stomp and now he's doing this and uh, it's so ironic you know with the pedigree and the cody and the cody triple h thing you yeah. know putting yeah, the pieces yeah. together so uh we'll see uh it was a good main event though it was a good storytelling another cliffhanger as usual uh but it's 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 not all good there are some some grapes i have have here uh and I did. I mentioned this earlier, and I think you had saw that I had said this as well. The way that they're doing this is a little funky. Like, basically, Rollins throwing tantrums, and then suddenly, like, upper management is like, "Oh, we have an idea. You can fight to replace this guy." And it's like, "What, what did he do to deserve the right exactly. to just exactly. randomly replace yeah. AJ Styles or randomly replace Kevin Owens?" Not to mention, like, there wasn't a soul in the arena that probably thought that he was going to win tonight clean. Uh, so, you know, it's a little weird the way they're doing it. And like I said, and I think you agreed, if they were going to do this, you might as well just like announce that Cody's coming back and one, at least build the story a little bit Two, insanely help your ratings at least next week. And if not the week after, uh, because I think next week will probably be good, but the raw after mania's ratings, I think, Raw will probably get back above two million for the first time in maybe a year, or if not longer. So that that's a pretty big deal for them. But yeah, just the way that they're building up to it is a little little weird. Yeah, I almost thought 
like along that same vein, you know, are and they've done this before a little bit, but like, are they trying to kind of do an Adam Pierce as a heel thing? We already know that Sonya Deville is the old, obviously heel on SmackDown, but like, just the fact that Adam Pierce agreed to, to give Seth Rollins that match and, and put AJ Styles's WrestleMania match with Edge uh, in jeopardy like that after you know, being did, belittled backstage, like making right. fun of him, calling him names, and all of a sudden he's like, "Well, your idea is not so bad after all. Maybe we should do that." And then. And you like know. to to an extent, I get it. Like I, in a way, I could see him being like, "Oh, we want this great main event for tonight," but at the same time, you're you're kind of, if not jeopardizing, like you're you're messing with the WrestleMania card then, and like it, it is a weird, you know, logical kind of thing there. I don't know. I agree though. Like, AJ, obviously, he was upset, so at least they had that. But he he went backstage, was like, he's like, "What the hell, guys? Like, what are you doing? Like, why why are you doing this to me?" And then AJ basically literally said, you, you suck at your job. And then they turned to Sonya. It's like, I haven't heard, heard good things about you either. So at least they had the, the logical consequence of AJ's rightfully upset. Uh, I'm curious to see if that plays out. But we got a bunch more comments here uh, about Seth. You know, some ideas about, you know, Seth maybe interrupting WrestleMania going on strike. As Johnny, you mentioned, like kind of uh, protesting or, or kind of taking over the show next week. Maybe that kind of plays at WrestleMania as well. Um, yeah, because if they wanted to, they could carry this into WrestleMania where he just randomly comes out on night two or whatever into the ring and says, you know, I want now what I want. And then that's when he comes out because that, I mean, if it's going to be a mystery, at least it would make sense that way. Uh, but I mean, you know, he could do something crazy next week and now all of a sudden he's going to call out because we know Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns are both going to be there. He already called out AJ Styles and Edge. He already called out Kevin Owens. What if he calls out either Roman or Brock and says, "If I win, I get uh, I get added into the match or something," and That'd then he fun. loses that too. I mean, I can yeah. see something like that happening. From a business perspective, I have to think if if they don't officially announce Cody, they have to like really lean on next week to basically do what AW did when Sam Punk was arriving, be like making it. 99 obvious <laughs> yeah like abundantly clear like this is happening but not actually saying it so that they can kind of preserve the oh you know we want the wrestlemania moment but then at the same time to supposedly Money. kind of drive any last minute sales of like oh well i guess either way for uh live tickets and or if they want to get any bump in uh in peacock subscriptions if people want tuning in for that but uh at this point yeah i probably agree again even though i think they Guy, I guess I'm in between. Either we'll see him next week, and then that will kind of be the the last push for the WrestleMania match. Kind of like officially, people can know that's even happening, or they'll make it abundantly clear, and then we can fully expect that'll be happening. It is a little a little weird in between here. The very least, the very least, the storyline has been silly. I told you about this early on. This was a very fun match for the main event, just like last week. And at the end of the day, when you give me a, a very good wrestling match in the main event, I can't be that upset. So I have to give them some props for that. Uh, and as, as you said, John, Edge uh, causing the DQ, not like the best on paper, but it protects both guys. Everyone benefits in that way. So, you know, I, I, I definitely see the kind of the, the benefit of that as well. But uh, we can look forward to seeing some stuff. Well, you might as well say what, what I mean, what do you think then? If you had to guess, is he going to be there next week or are they going to hold it off? I say they're going to hold it off. Yeah, but maybe tease it a little bit, like a little further, that it's actually him. I don't agree with it because I, again, I, I just have this perspective of trying to think about like the business business side of it, of like trying to like have that draw. It's Cody Rhodes, like they would want to do that. Uh, but then, very much this WrestleMania, especially they made, and Seth is literally saying it tonight. He, he was saying like, "I want my WrestleMania moment," and they pretty much every match, well, not every match, a lot of the big matches on this card. About the moment, oh, the, the biggest WrestleMania moment of all time or match of all time with Brock and Roman. Oh, Steve Austin coming back, it's gonna be the, the, the biggest KO show. That's a moment, uh, whatever, what else, whatever else might be. Edge and Styles in its own way is a moment, you know. This, this cross traditional class, I so mean, I it, 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 fe it feels like you haven't really had a massive moment like that since the Hardys returned back in 17. Yeah. So it's almost been five years since you really had that WrestleMania magical return slash debut slash surprise that really came out of left field. Now, granted, this really isn't out of left field, but you could argue the Hardys return really wasn't out of left field either. It was more of a thing where, okay, we think this is happening, but we, we really won't believe it until we see it. 
I think the CM Punk one is a little different story because I mean, it was so blatantly obvious that yeah. it was going to happen. Like yeah. nowhere close to what they're doing like right now with Cody. Like it, it, it's been teased for what, like two months now. And you think always oh, coming at Ron Jacksonville. Nope. Oh, he's coming in Cleveland. Nope. Oh, maybe he's coming in Chicago. Nope. So like yeah. basically at this point we were, me and you, I'd been discussing that if it doesn't happen, by at the latest, the Raw for Mania, it's not happening. Right. I think but at I this point, at this point, we know it is happening. It's either yeah. there's three there's three opportunities for it to happen. It's next Raw in Pittsburgh, WrestleMania in Dallas, or Raw in Dallas. It's one of those three. It has to be. And I don't. I don't. I think you can eliminate the Raw after Mania now. It has to be either Raw in Pittsburgh or WrestleMania in Dallas. It's the only only two things it could be. Yeah. I would think so. So we could spend a whole, a whole bunch of other time on this, but uh, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens next week. John, you'll be there in person to see whether or not he'll arrive. But John, I'll I imagine... ne- I'm 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 guaranteed to be there when he comes because I'll be there at the yeah. next the next two. But I imagine you would have been a little upset tonight, John, because the start of the show we got a big troll job from Kevin Owens because he came out and Steve Austin theme music just as Steve Austin. I. I'll, I'll set the scene. I was in the other room getting some coffee. I heard Steve Austin's music. I was like, holy crap, Steve Austin's here. And I came in. And I was like, oh, they got me. Because I, I even looked. I was like, I saw this bald guy. I was like, whoa, what? And I was like, oh. And then you went back out to get the coffee. And then his theme song came on again. And you're right. like, oh, this this is real this time. Now, they get, they like, it kind of got me the second time. But then there was like a third time. And the, the live crowd still fell for it. And I was like. Oh, people are a little, 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 feeling a little gullible tonight, but I thought that was very, very fun. We got Stephen, Stephen Chambers saying he laughed his head off. Owens just like Stone Cold. His knee, his knee pads went on, right? Um, yeah, this was great. Like Kevin Owens is really like making the most of this, doing the best he can with it. Um, it's hard. It's always hard. I, I feel to kind of build any story when you're basically not doing it yourself. Steve Austin has own kind of his uh, his online promo, but by and large, the storyline has definitely been. Um, Kevin Owens kind of cutting promos and like building it. Uh, if you it, last week it was 316 day, they had like a digital exclusive Kevin Owens promo where he kind of spliced in Steve Austin's audio from his legendary promo back at King of the Ring in 1996, I believe. Kind of cool thing there. Outside of Raw, they're kind of leaning on the, the digital media side of things here to do that as well. Brian Singh was pure gold. So this definitely seemed like a universally liked thing. Everyone thought Kevin Owens was great here. He was doing all the typical like Steve Austin, like eh, eh, and, and the what's and like stomp a mud hole. He tried catching the beers, couldn't catch him. Uh, this was very, very fun. John, what do you think of this? Uh, Owens' performance and the, 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 the troll job, everything involved here. Uh, so Owens is always entertaining when he gets a mic in his hand, but I think tonight was above and beyond. I think this was by far his most entertaining promo in years. Uh, I think that he is having a lot of fun with this angle. I really think you can, you can, you know, everybody thought a couple months ago, oh, he's not happy. Oh, he was the one that's like, oh, he's gone. He's leaving. And then he resigns. He does interviews. He's like, no, genuinely, I'm, I'm really happy here. But everybody's like, oh, he's lying. Tonight, I think you could you could really see like he's he's happy doing what he's doing. I think he enjoys. He understands like really not necessarily what's at stake, but the what he's getting here. Like he's getting a program with somebody who hasn't done anything in almost twenty years, and you know uh, the 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 chants for Austin were really loud. I thought that was good. Uh, I continue to agree with the general consensus that on WrestleMania weekend, Austin will get the biggest pop out of anybody more than Cody, more than Roman, more than anybody. I think Stone Cold, you know, is going to get the biggest pop. And we can argue later, discuss later about the the um, potential or rumored lineup for night one about what will close the show, what won't close the show. That's, you know, whatever it's going to be, Austin is going to get the loudest pop. And then, of course, I, I I think he missed the beers on purpose. At least I hope, because I think that was, uh, it was either one of the best improvised moments ever, or it was like intentionally like supposed to be that way. So I think we're gonna try to find out like, basically, when you're looking at all of this stuff about, is it gonna be a match? Is it gonna be just a KO show? I don't think it matters at this point. It's gonna be a fight of some sort, and that's what matters. Yeah, I mean, we got one question about uh, at least this match specifically, um, whether whether it would close the show, and there there was a report about that, and that 
seems weird to me on the surface, not because they're advertising as, as the KO show, because it feels pretty clear this will be something beyond just talks or that that feels pr pretty safe to say. Um, I don't think it's going to be like a match match. And regardless, it'll be probably like a, a brawl kind of thing. Like I'll, I'm not expecting anything too, too crazy. Supposedly, reports have said that Austin is training hard for this, but um, I, I, the bar is low for me. Like if he does a stunner and like kind of just, if it's like a brawl kind of thing, I think most people would be pretty happy with it. I I still kind of push against the way they're they're billing this in terms of like, oh, you know, it's the first time in 19 years. If they're going to do that, just, just make the match. Uh, or or uh, sorry, like advertise the match, make that bonely clear rather than kind of just walking this uh, fine line between the two. So that's really my kind of only bone to pick with it. It is Steve Austin. It's a big deal. You said, John, this is Texas. Is it going to get a big, big pop? So that's good as well. And that's that. That's WrestleMania moment. So there you go. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, I, I and I should say, I think Sammy Zane did an interview last week where he was talking about, like, as Kevin Owens' best friend, like, he knows how much this means to Owens. And, like, that's something that I admittedly was kind of sleeping on. Like, I didn't realize it sounds silly to say, but, like, I didn't know Kevin Owens late was, like, a big fan of Steve Austin. But, like, it's like most people are, but I guess maybe he took a particular, you know, inspiration or interest in him as a, you know, aspiring wrestler. So, no, like, that's great for him, as you, as you just said, for a guy that a while ago we thought, uh, was a pretty much a lock to leave now now supposedly if not actually closing the show at least uh, doing this high profile thing with steve austin of all people else man that's that's huge so uh for i'm come i'm com coming around on this a little bit i thought the segment was very fun um and that helped me kind of overlook some of these things of like you know maybe some of the, the logistical things or not loving the the way they're building it and all that kind of stuff because like they literally you know they they're call as I said a minute ago they're calling the the Brock Roma thing the biggest WrestleMania match they're calling this KO show the biggest KO segment it's like you know it's it's a little silly but um, it'll be it'll be a WrestleMania moment and again that's what they're going for and this will be special so Brian's saying he personally wants to see Austin wrestle but he's fine with the segment either way he'll bring the house down and again. That's something that counts. It's gonna be a really cool pop. It's Steve Austin. Uh, in some way, I guess the only thing I would say is that, like, ironically, can't change the past. But like, because he's, he's, he has come back so many times in so many different ways, that there is like some sense of, like a, a, a diminished return in that sense. But there's nothing you, you can really do about that. They are gonna try and kind of make this special, and I think that's fine. So Owens is doing great with this. Um, kind of like the Cody thing. Do you think we're gonna see Steve Austin before WrestleMania, or are they gonna hold off on that? You know, for the for the special moment. Well, okay. Here is where I think it gets questionable because we've talked about this before and it was two years ago where they were going to do Austin 316 day and Austin was going to return Raw and put on a show and this show was in Pittsburgh. It was supposed to be in Pittsburgh. Stone Cold returns and the, like the morning or the day, the day before the morning of, they say, oh, we're canceling Raw, no Raw because COVID or whatever. So basically what I'm getting at is Pittsburgh is owed Stone Cold. <laughs> and right. it is like the perfect opportunity to do it, but they're not doing it. That's my answer, basically. They're, he's not coming into WrestleMania. Uh, it's just not going to happen. They're building this up to be a big return at WrestleMania as well. But you know, I, I, I'm basically explaining all this because there is a world that I could see it happening. I think that it would be possible that they could work this into a story where he shows up. But I could see Kevin Owens doing the same thing he did this week again next week. But maybe they won't do the same thing two times in a row. So my final vote is he's not coming. What about you? I mean, like, that would make more sense, really. It's like in a way more than Cody, I guess it's like you, you I wouldn't, they kind of, they tease it tonight. I'll, and I did kind of think that they would do the same thing next week to some degree. That would be not the best. Cause like, you know, I don't know. I, I wouldn't think they would do the exact same thing, but like, you know, hopefully night by next week, people will like kind of see through it. But if they don't, people, people are going to be really mad next week. If, if Owens does it again, and then, you know, there's still no Austin, but I should, I should point out the crowd was re really mad tonight. They were really booing Owens and he's usually a guy that he'll, at least uh, in recent weeks, he was getting some cheers. So uh, it's working, you know? And so people definitely want to see him kind of get his ass kicked WrestleMania because of the way he's kind of doing the, the story and being like a troll with Austin stuff and everything. So, um, but no, I would say other than this, this like troll thing of like the, the fake out, I, I wouldn't think they would really kind of waste actually having Steve Austin show up 
before WrestleMania, whereas like Cody, I could see it. They've already announced Steve Austin. Like that, that that's they're good. They like that's done. That's already the draw. With this little Cody Rhodes, it's like, okay, well, we don't really know yet. And there's there's still some uncertainty there. Uh, DJ saying that it, it was the, the rowdy Chicago crowd tonight. Yes, definitely worth pointing out. Uh, in some ways, that's why I kind of thought tonight would have been, I guess, the last best chance to to have Cody show up before WrestleMania. Not to knock Pittsburgh, but like it, Pittsburgh's not this notorious wrestling. I mean, it's a wrestling city. It's a top five market. Market, but crowd, right? I think there's a little distinction there. It's like Chicago is well, the, the like crazy hot crowd. Chicago and Philly are the top two crowds. Yeah. Yeah. Pittsburgh's, Pittsburgh's great. It's a great wrestling market, but I think if you really wanted this like really hot, great crowd, maybe tonight would have been like kind of the last best chance to do it. Uh, not so they can't do it, just for the, that real kind of the, that reaction, that moment again, the theme of the night, that moment they're going for. Um, feels like it would, tonight would have been the kind of fitting for it. But indeed, Stephen, WrestleMania will be stupendous. My new least favorite word, uh, a word I hopefully will never have to again hear, let alone say. After WrestleMania uh, 38 here, DJ says he's sending a report. There we go. About something about Cody Rhodes was trying to see. Um, now, the, we might as well just kind of touch on some other stuff here. Uh, we had a, a, a match between RK Bro and Alpha Academy, obviously, a rematch of the tag title match from, I think that was January at this point. Obviously, they, they confirmed today that will be a triple threat match. That was what we pretty much assumed last week. Now, that, now it's official. Uh, Arca broke out the win pretty cleanly. The uh, Alpha Academy attacked, and then the Street Profits showed up and laid both teams out. Street Profits again showing showing a little attitude, showing a little more a little more of an edge. They stood tall. They'll be facing Alpha Academy next week, and I I was left wondering, you know, who's kind of the favorite in this tag team match, John? Because I think all three chan- all three teams have a relative chance of winning here, at least to some degree. Yeah, I suppose so. I think it's what direction they want to go. Do they want to finally pull the trigger on this? Uh stable turn, which I don't think they will. This is Orton and Riddle, that is. Uh, I don't know. I think it's... um, It could theoretically be a coin toss, but there's three teams, so you can't toss a coin for three teams. Uh, Gable, always yelling, look at that face, and kissing Otis on the cheek, doing the shoosh thing. That's all very entertaining. You got the three profits doing their little spiel, uh, which they... It was weird last week. It was almost like they were a hybrid between heels and faces for a second uh which got me thinking that a heel run between those guys would be pretty entertaining uh but i don't think that's in the in the cards now as far as like the rest of like the match itself i think it's going to be a good match but it's not going to be you know something that you you basically it's going to be predictable i don't think you're going to see anything crazy here AKA Orton turning on Riddle or anything else like that. It's just going to be a typical match. Somebody's going to win, and then that'll be it. I think they'll hopefully start fresh the night after, but there's not a lot of teams. So, yeah. And that's the thing. We've seen RK Bro Alpha Academy a couple of times. We've seen Alpha Academy Street Profits several times dating back to SmackDown. They were feuding for months at one point on SmackDown, right when Alpha Academy was first kind of uh, in their formative stages there. So, uh, this definitely, like, it's been a fun feud the the matches have been good but like this is kind of illustrating a pretty clear lack of depth in the tag team division so hopefully after WrestleMania, again we've talked about it before maybe some call-ups of some kind maybe some kind of shake-up of some sort uh, i think that would definitely be helpful here steven predicting the street profits will win i mean i hope so in some ways i know archie bro just won them back but i mean street profits it's, it's been quite a while since they've had the title so uh, i've been hoping to see them get uh, another reign for quite some time now and especially with this kind of newfound edge and, and again kind of an attitude uh, i think that could kind of help uh make this reign a little, little different rather than kind of the the, the bubbly baby facing they're doing last time but if not or enough if not bubbly like the cool happy-go-lucky baby faces but i uh, do want to reference this report from dj uh dj you threw me off because you said cody wouldn't appear on raw until next month and my fried brain i was like next month and i thought that would mean like after wrestlemania i confused myself there so that would mean that he would not be uh on raw until after wrestlemania so that would mean yeah he could show up uh at wrestlemania and then be on raw after that that was a report going around from that was dave Meltzer predicting we were talking about earlier that they would probably recreate the hardys thing from 2017 when the hardys showed up the day of the event for that big moment so uh yeah that that does seem to be a pretty fair prediction at this point you know again nothing confirmed yet but it does seem to be pretty uh, realistic here talking a lot about crowds and dj as well you know pointing out with the chicago crowd is renowned or or at least 
infamous, infamous for uh, some some loud CM Punk chants. Now tonight, Cody chants rolled the night, but um, uh, Worf pointed out for DJ saying that uh, there were no no CM Punk chants tonight. And to that, I say, you know, it's not all that surprising because the, the Chicago crowds. You know, they've had several chances to literally cheer CM Punk in person. And if they want to do that, again, buy a ticket to an AEW show. AEW has gone there several times uh, in the last couple of months. They've gotten to see CM Punk. That's where, that's where he first returned. I'm going to leave it at that. But I think that's probably a factor. That's probably why there weren't as much, there wasn't as much trolling tonight. A, because they've gotten their, their fill, if you will. Like, the, it's kind of like, you know, uh, I don't know. I, uh, this the ship has sailed. The ship has sailed. On. Yeah, like I, I, no, I don't know. Nobody should be surprised about this. I mean, the last time they were in Chicago, there was no chance either. Like that's that ship has sailed. We're past that. It's not going to happen. Um, it it was not surprising to me at all. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, one thing that I thought was a little bit surprising tonight was pat mcafee showing up on the show because look i know he's from indy chicago isn't that far away but he's from he, he grew up in pittsburgh and they're going to be in pittsburgh next week so and he still might be there next week but i thought he's definitely going to be there next week but so he's there tonight uh because theory and balor had a match and of course he's shooting with austin theory man mcafee like he just has a factor and i know he always has but it continues to show week in and week out, like just the way that he calls Austin theory, a punk bitch, like the stuff that he does like that. And then you got the taunts, like the the crotch chops and the, the words he uses, the energy he brings, you know, this was good. I don't know how good their match is going to be at mania. And I, honestly, I don't know who's going to win because I could see either winning. So, I mean, what did you think about first of all, the match between, uh, Balor and and Theory, which I say Balor did win because of course McAfee was there. And what do you think about this? The way that this feud has been evolving. Uh, we got Steven saying McAfee is awesome, and he predicts that he, uh, McAfee will beat Theory. Um, Robert, uh, my our SmackDown co-host here on the wrestling side of things, uh, he always jokes to me because whenever we see like some SmackDown superstars coming to Raw or vice versa, I always I always tweet the brand split is dead, X is on Raw or something like that. Um, I did not do that tonight. I actually no. I think I, I avoided it when we saw Natalia and Shayna Baszler because I was like, all right, whatever. They're, they're doing that for for the women's tag title scene. But then Pat McAfee came out later in the show, and I was like, oh, the brands. What's that? As a joke, because that's that's I was just kind of you know having some having a little fun there. Um, it's worth noting that we have seen some kind of like at least some more overlap, and it's also may seen in some sense. But you know, just a, an interesting observation. I agree. Pat McAfee is great. I think he's really doing doing well with this role. Uh, I haven't always loved his his thing with like Shinsuke Nakamura and like he's like he does freaks out with the guitar and stuff like can be like a little a little over the top sometimes but like well th this has been fun as you said he, like he has a presence and he's like calling Austin Theory like a punk bitch and like he's like a lot cooler than cooler than Austin Theory so like he's a lot easier to like and he's pretty easy to root for in that sense um, I remember I, I I was pretty darn impressed with his NXT matches, both the, both the Adam Cole match and the War Games match. So, and Theory is good in the ring. We have seen Theory have several good matches here during his time on Raw. So, am I expecting like a five-star masterpiece? No. Am I expecting like an awful match? No. I think it's going to be decent to good. You know, I think that's fair. Brian's saying he thinks the match will be good. Uh, and he's saying the match with Cole was very good. And uh, Steven's saying, you know, we could see Vince McMahon get involved. He's starting with Vince be the referee. I don't know about that. I've seen some sports that Vince will still get involved. Of course, if you remember, Vince was initially supposed to reportedly face theory. But no, some sports some reports have been going around that um that uh McMahon will be involved somehow. Whether that's like a handicap match kind of thing, I don't know. It was interesting. I think it was Friday night on SmackDown, we had uh, uh, McAfee had to apologize. He was ordered to McMahon's office, and we didn't see him. It was kind of just like he got sent to the office, and then we saw him after the meeting. So, kind of again, we're we're kind of running out of time. So, if they want to have any kind of build to something, whether it's again we're talking about Cody Rhodes, we're talking about other stuff over the this side of things, like if they want to have uh, the story be that Vince is going to get involved, I would want to see a little more clear. Um, Set up for that. It's like, uh, you know, whether that's, I don't know, 
McAfee confronting or McMahon confronting McAfee. That be grasping at straws now. I don't know something. Just do something. So like you know, at least then it makes sense. Because like otherwise, on paper, this has been uh, McAfee goes and hosts McMahon on the Pat McAfee show, gets the match. Theory says he's facing McAfee. They have a couple back and forths. They brawl, and then McAfee is ordered to apologize off off screen of McMahon. And to not see McMahon until that point, Charles Mania, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. If so McAfee like, loses, he must leave commentary. Theory at least kind of like planted that seed tonight. Uh, he had a, he had a promo for his match, and he said like, oh, "I'm going to beat uh, McAfee," and then I'm, he basically implied that like he would make sure they didn't have a job anymore on commentary. So I could see that um, at least being kind of like this. Uh, implied stipulation, even if not officially. And in that case, I would definitely assume McAfee would win. So maybe in that case, they'd be better off leaving it at that. Uh, the, again, we talked about it last week. I think there are some matches where the, the heels have to win, in theory. This could be one of them. Because um, I don't think you necessarily need to give Pat McAfee a WrestleMania win for, for his own moment. It's still a moment to go out there and have a match. Uh, but at the same time, give him, give him a win. And... Oh, it, it's kind of a toss-up. I, I I would agree that it's kind of hard to call. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be one of the most unpredictable matches. Yeah, and, and again, at the end of the day, that, that's all I ask. Just give me like give me a little intrigue. Give me a little little unpredictability because then I'm watching and I, if I we never know how it's going to go. But usually, a lot of time there's a pretty clear like feeling. Like we'll talk about it later, I feel like it's a pretty darn good lock even after tonight that uh, Camella and Selena Vega are going to lose lose the women's tag titles. But uh, speaking of which, we got um, a report before the show tonight. And see, see him bring up the the subject of said report. Report tonight said that uh, this was from Fightful Select. Almost uh, at first it was just about saying almost would be having a singles match against a name that would quote unquote surprise people. It would not be Veer. Would not be Cody Rhodes, and then Faithful Select followed up on that by saying, as of this weekend, the plan would call for almost to face Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. Obviously, Bobby Lashley has been sidelined with uh in storyline a concussion in real life, a, a reported soldier, soldier shoulder surgery since WrestleMania. That would uh initially the sense were that he would be out for four months. If he is able to come back for uh for WrestleMania, that would be obviously well 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 in advance. And I saw that report, and I'm like, if that's true. They're not gonna have uh, Lashley lose to almost, but then I say, why would they work so hard to build almost up and then like have him lose like that, presumably in, in his first match uh, on this kind of stage like that in a singles match? So that doesn't seem quite right to me. But at least tonight he did, he he did pick up one. He defeated Apollo Cruz and Commander Aziz. He he squashed them both just like Roman Reigns. He stat he smashed him and he stacked him and he pinned them both. Um, Botchmania though wasn't great, wasn't great. Uh, but he's winning matches, and he like whether or not that report is true, they're clearly building out for something. So I feel I think it's pretty clear to say he will be um on the WrestleMania card for something, but supposedly it will be for a singles match. Um, if it's not Bobby Lashley, I don't really know. Uh, I think DJ a couple weeks ago you had said that uh, he you wanted if it could be Aziz after tonight. No, it's, it's not going to be Commander Aziz. But if it's not if it's not someone like Bobby Lashley, I don't know who else it would be. Um, but John, Gable you Stevenson. You you predicted that. I saw you tweet that right when that WrestleMania report went out. And good segue. So John, you you were watching it live on Saturday. Gable Stevenson won the second uh, his his second consecutive NCAA uh, heavyweight championship for the University of Minnesota. That was on Saturday. He left his boots on the mat and then confirmed after the after the match. Uh, John Columbus, Penn State. Is that a rock? National <laughs> champions, baby. There you go. Penn State had a very good weekend as well. So, but for, for Minnesota, Gable Stevenson got the win there. Uh, left his boots on the mat uh, and, and confirmed that he would be retiring from amateur wrestling to move on to his next chapter as a WWE superstar. He is a member of the Raw roster. He got drafted there. And then he also said he plans on going to WrestleMania. And John, you and I were talking before we on the air. Got to feel like he's going to do something, something else, Mania. And yeah, I could see it being almost. In a, I mean, in a way. I think he's going to win the Battle Royal, though, if I had to guess. Uh, I would assume that it would make the most sense to do it that way if he's not going to have an actual match. Plus, being in a Battle Royal like that allows you to kind of remain green and fresh without it being blatantly obvious because the attention is not going to be all on you, even though it probably would be all on him. 
So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, again, theme night, we're, we're talking about all, all these WrestleMania moments, whether it's the, the Battle Royale and, and winning that or facing um, somebody else. You know, I, again, I don't know who exactly who that would be, but I feel like Gable Stevenson is going to be there. Uh, John, you and I have pretty much uh, are both in agreement. It's not going to be, he's going to be just I said he, need, he needs to make a faction with uh, Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. All of the college wrestlers are going to have a team and they're what, just going to be like what dominant. What about Otis, John? What about Otis? The, the new face of vengeance in the words of Chad Gable. Best line of the night right there. Yeah, I mean, it, whatever they do, it's going to be interesting to see how they book him right off the bat. I mean, I think at the latest, he'll be at the Raw for Mania. Uh, I think they won. I think he, well, he's been drafted to Raw, so he's yeah. on Raw. We know that. Yeah. So um, I would I would probably excite. We are at the very least, it feels safe to say we are going to see some kind of some new faces here uh, over the next couple weeks, which is good. Which is very good. Whether that's Stevenson, whether that's in theory Cody Rhodes, I don't, we don't know yet, but th that does seem to be something that will happen. Um, Raw seems to be getting some some kind of uh, injection of, of, of fresh blood, and that that's a good thing. So we got you know they're gonna. Oh, I know one thing we have to uh, talk about that could be a possibility. They could do Gable Stevenson versus Veer. See, Veer's okay, coming. Uh, admittedly, I, again, I was out of the room getting more coffee tonight for when, when I heard the Veer music, and I, and I just heard the music. I was like, oh, good, Veer's still coming. And I came to my computer and saw the tweet. He's not just coming. Now we have a date. Now we have a date to look forward to. So to that I said, oh, man, I, I, I kind of I kind of want not to get drawn out a little longer. Like I, I, Michael saying Veer's finally leaving Ikea. The, the funniest part of the story was the Veer posted that he's been at Ikea apparently all this time. Um, but like, if they're gonna if they're gonna actually do something with them, do something with them. Like, if you're gonna have them debut, as, as Brian's saying, on April fourth, the, the the day after WrestleMania uh, night two, don't just like have him lose to Stevenson in his first match, or like or Gable Stevenson versus Veer, loser leaves WWE April fourth. <laughs> Hope not, but uh, I don't know. Maybe at the very least, build them both up, right? Do something a little a little more a little more fun. Uh, but overall, Nando from the show chipping in saying that Gable uh, has all the tools one needs to be a great professional wrestler. He's been already compared many, many times to Kurt Angle. So Brock Lesnar. And Brock Lesnar as well. So a lofty a lofty uh, a standard we're setting there. At the very least, he definitely does have a great set of natural talent there. <laughs> Nando saying, what was Veer doing at Ikea? He just tweeted. He was at Ikea. He was, he was uh, lounging around, uh, admiring the furniture. Um I was gonna, you know, I'm I'm not gonna make a joke about potentially coming in furniture, but um, anyway, uh, he just, uh, Adam Pierce told him he has to leave IKEA to come to Raw, so uh, apparently he has because he, or at least he's in the process of doing so because he, he will be finally coming to Raw on April fourth. Well, again, I'm looking forward to it. It will be National Year Day because we've been waiting for very long now. He's, these vignettes have been airing since November, John. It is now uh, pretty much the end of March. Pretty darn crazy. So looking forward to that as well. Um, you know, again, but talking about new faces, Steven says maybe Elias, maybe Elias will come back to life <laughs> and whatever whatever that winds up being. Um maybe he's else. just been helping with the ring crew this whole time. Since he's been wrestling on main event, maybe he's just part of the ring crew after the show. Maybe. But uh we got another suggestion from Rowdy Warrior here. So they maybe we'll get Veer versus almost the pre-show. Nah, he's the, he's got to just he's got to build up that endurance a little more, a little more, and then just last to Monday night for WrestleMania there. So um, hopefully, I mean, again, the, the Raw of Mania is the, is the night for big like debuts and pops and stuff. So in a way, the way that they built it up so far, Veer should very well get a great pop night after WrestleMania because he deserves it, man. He's he's been waiting for so long, and he'll finally get to come. It'll be a very special moment there. So. Now well, we got a comment about the women's tag matches. So we got a bit of a, a tale of two tag matches, John. We had one that was pretty good and one that was not good. Let's start with the good. So we got uh, Steven saying, think of the woman, women's tag match. We got Liv Morgan and Ray Ripley versus the SmackDown team of Natalia and Shayna Baszler. So get, sorry, Shayna Baszler. And again, some more kind of brand crossover here. Now we do know officially four teams will fight for the women's tag titles. It will be the champions of... Uh, Carmella and Zelina Vega versus Liv Morgan and Ray Ripley versus Natalya and Shayna Baszler versus Sasha Banks and Naomi. So 
a lot of talent on that match. And uh, again, I feel like it's very, very clear that uh, Carmella and Zelina Vega will, will lose that match. We've had some dissension in recent weeks. That uh, escalated this week. We had a very heated back excitement where Zelina Vega was very upset. She said, Carmella, you've been so worried about your stupid reality show. Not no 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 uh, arguments here with that one. Uh, that you've been like distracted. You've been talking to Corey at ringside. You got to focus on these titles. And Camilla was like, whatever. Like, uh, yeah. Zelina's a hobbit. Well, actually, she's the queen. John, we got we got another another hobbit <laughs> reference later. Uh, another point is we'll talk, we'll talk about it in a minute. But uh, then they start fighting. Zelina like takes Camilla's phone and throws it across the the hall, and then Camilla stops her. They start fighting, and to that I say, I'm like. You know, if they're gonna do this like can they coexist thing, at the very least don't book them like they are 100% gonna lose. They've lost pretty much every single match they've been in, um, and so to kind of uh, try to go for any intrigue in terms of oh like they're the champions, but now they now they can't coexist. What's gonna happen? Can they possibly win? Like no, we know they're gonna lose. So like just don't do that. Like there's no need to try and like spice it up by doing that because like, again if you're gonna do it at least like make them a stronger team but at the very least they stood tall tonight um oh actually yeah i we had this match and i thought okay if you're gonna do this match shane baszler and natalia need to win because right now there uh i'm sorry before this match there was zero zero percent in my mind that thought okay there, there, there's any chance they're gonna win and then we had this match tonight and i was like win this match and i'll think there's like a one percent chance because like at least then like they've got this match some momentum so thankfully they won basically pinned Liv morgan i was like cool that's good you nice. are happy at least a little bit i was like you know give me a little, little... but it was uneventful it was just uneventful until the until the, the post match because then all the teams started brawling and camilla and Selena vega stood tall they hugged and they're suddenly they're on the same page again so they're they're coexisting once more and now they're riding wrestlemania they got one week to go if they can just keep together maybe they'll be able to Pull out a win. I don't think they will, but I can I can at least respect that they kind of like I don't know. They're 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 going for something. They tried to tell a little story about the I don't know, John. I don't know. I I it was fine. It was fine. Uh but Michael's saying there might be a fifth team included here. Uh we got maybe maybe Asuka and Bailey. Maybe we got some no. some social no oh no more teams, cool. no more teams. I know Robert wants wants to see the Bella Twins get added here. No here. more teams. Why not? Throw them all in. And then <laughs> just like... no, no more teams. Who's going to be in the women's battle royal? Is there even going to be a women's battle royal at this point? There's nobody left. It's going to be just Tamina and Dana Brooke. They might as well make it a twenty four seven championship match. Throw Aaliyah in there too. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But no, come on, man. The more the merrier. Like maybe you know, I don't know about the Bellas, but like. Why not? Just like again, Oscar Bailey. I someone I saw someone tweet tonight. I hundred percent think this match should at least should I'll, I'll say should have had Alexa Bliss and Nikki Ash. <laughs> the the story is right there, John. The, the superhero no. has become a villain. Alexa Bliss is trying to like. They're gonna have. I'll tell you what they're gonna have. They're gonna so they have this fatal four way. There's gonna be another fatal four way, and it's gonna be Reggie and Dana Brooke. Tamina and Akira Tozawa, uh, Persia and Duke Hudson, and Indy Hartwell and Dexter in a makeout contest with all four teams. John, I saw a tweet today that that it was like a side by side of Persia and Indy and uh, wait, I got that wrong. Persia and Duke and Indy and Dexter when the, the kissing I was like, who did better? I'm like, are you kidding me? Is this a real question? This is not for debate. It, it wasn't their their makeout session. It was like. Two of their various like backstage kissing. I was like, "This is not a debate. Are you kidding?" That's the next side of things. We, the, but Raw, Raw is horny too. Raw has become a very horny show, at least in the the twenty four seven title division. Because once again, uh, the twenty four seven title, we got Dana Brooke and Reggie versus Tamina and Nikirizawa. This was preceded by apparently last week there was there was a digital exclusive of some skirmish back. Tamina wound up on top of Akira, and it was a thing, and they had a moment, and then tonight they had an interview, and then Akira was like, did you feel what I feel? And Tamina said, oh, I, I did, and I want what you want. Dramatic pause. I want the, the I want the 24-7 title, and she got in his face, and there was a lot of uh, romantic tension, and they had a match, and then the, the whole point of the match was that Akira got hit in the nuts, and they got pinned. It was probably less than two minutes. It takes a lot for me to say something was, something is 
bad. John, this is not good. This is not good. And like I tweet about that and I got comments and are, are you are you expecting it to be good? I'm like, no, but better than this. Like this is this isn't good, John. This is this is not the, I don't blame the talent. It's just it's not a good story, the, the, the talent here. It's it's like it's not great. Can't argue with that. There, like, there was a point in the show tonight where I like totally forgot about it, and I was just like, "Oh, I wonder if they're just gonna like drop it entirely, and we'll never see it for the title again." Nope, nope, it was right there, front and center, yet again, and probably will continue to be. Could very well have, if not a match, at least a segment on the, on the WrestleMania card. Good for the talent. Good, to, good that they're still on TV. All the talent, they're they're trying, they're they're doing the best they can, but again, the material's not very good. So, speaking of which. Last thing I, I think I, we haven't really talked about yet. Got a promo from Becky Lynch, and she kind of turned into an omnipotent heel edge where she was saying that uh, she would sell her soul to keep the title, and she called the title her precious, just like Lord of the Rings. And she had said she had said something about like being on the top of the mountain and a bunch of other stuff as well. This, at the very least, my my big takeaway here was that this was the most heel she's been in the terms of like little heel. Because usually she's like a cool heel. This is like pure heel of like oh she literally was saying she would she would sell her soul and she was like show bianca that and she hurt bianca on purpose speaking of which bianca blair storyline injury is off tv right now so she was well the yeah throat injury obviously the the connection being that she accidentally hurt bianca, uh, hurt becky's throat as well becky's good to go again presuming presuming this is a, a storyline injury bianca's in theory fine but keeping her off tv you know when you, this is the second to last show before um wrestlemania is um a bit of a choice because again becky had a good promo she had a promo to tell the story but like not having both people on the show well i feel that's that's a little risky i used to do an injury like that yeah it is uh, especially like um this close to the wrestlemania if something were to happen where you know god forbid they have to uh change plans i mean they already did this before SummerSlam. i mean when becky came out i mean this is where this all started with that an unexpected turn of events. Uh, I don't even remember who was Bianca supposed to even wrestle in. I don't even remember. Oh, <laughs> uh. But it was so long ago that like they they ended up having Carmella. Oh, it was Sasha Banks. She couldn't be there, right. so they had Car- they had Carmella come out and then Becky comes out. But yeah, so they do all that and then they build up to this. I think it's going to be a great match. I think it's the perfect match to open the entire. I think this is going to open the entire WrestleMania. Like night one Saturday, this is the first match. Becky comes out to start the show. I think that's what they do. I think it makes sense. But who wins is the question. Who should win? We got DJ saying they could flip the script and have Bianca basically pull a no. Becky. I could I could see the irony there, but like it's just me and you, okay? They're like, this has been months and months and months in the waiting. They're not gonna just do like a 20-second squash. Like again, I've said it before. I really think Bianca needs to win here because like that's the story they've been telling. And she doesn't win. Like, I know she got her moment last year, but like, again, yet again, theme of the night, moments. Becky winning isn't really a moment. Like, she's been the champion for so long now. I think it's it's probably well past, no, if not well past time, it's probably time to have her be, be the challenger again. Like, she came the first night, uh, that was SummerSlam. I, I see no problem with having her lose and then, you know, become, again, go, go back to the chase. That's what made it popular, so popular, really, in the first place. So, I'm on board for that. You know, have Bianca win, get get her second big WrestleMania, WrestleMania moment in a row. Um, I know some people feel differently, but that's really where I'm, where my head's at with it at this point. Would you would you agree, or do you think Becky should win here? Uh, no, I think Bianca needs to win, and I think she will. Yeah, I I just think like that's just complete the story, and then you know you shake it up, and then you have new matches available. Bianca and Ray Ripley being one, like there's a lot of cool stuff they can do. Was Becky like? Not there, there's still some matches again. Be- Becky hasn't really faced uh Rhea, at least in the singles match so far. So, like, not to say that that's not true of her, but like, I think it's time for Bianca. I hope that happens. But uh, again, all this uncertainty of when, when people will or not be on TV, I have to think Bianca's gonna be on Raw next week. Like, there's no need to hold her off to WrestleMania. It's like, that's not again, she Cody, be Rhodes, there. Cody Rhodes, you get the intrigue. Steve Austin, you're gonna hold off at Steve Austin. Bianca Blair, like. There's really no reason to hold her off till like, absolutely, you know. Yeah. So I, I'd be a little, 
little uh, befuddled if they, if they kept her off TV next week because this wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, I, I misinterpreted DJ's spot here, uh, comment here saying they could have uh, say Bianca can't can't go and then have you know someone like Nikki Cross or Nikki SH get the shot and then he says the place will go nuts. Will the place go nuts for Nikki SH? As much as she's like, I think she's great, but like, is that? I don't think that's the same as like if WrestleMania it was Becky Lynch. The like place went crazy because it was Becky Lynch. Not knocking Nikki SH, this is great. I think that's uh, a definite, you know, pretty big, pretty big difference between two. So I, I think, as much as I as I knock WWE sometimes, is just gonna, you know, go from point A to point B. It's gonna have the match. Whoever wins, you know, remains to be seen. But like, I don't think they're gonna try to go too complicated with it. But one more thing I, I briefly mentioned earlier, but worth pointing out as well. I'm sorry, DJ. I, I, I misinterpreted it again. Uh, he said the place is going to open Bianca hits. So maybe they'll kind of swerve and have Bianca can't go and then they'll bring her out anyway. All right. Maybe. But again, don't overcomplicate it. Just, you know, proceed with the match. I think that'll be fine. Uh, one more thing to talk about here. Uh, the Miz unmasked Rey Mysterio. And I was like, I didn't see that coming. I was like, oh, damn. Like, he unmasked him and they, they didn't like show his face. He quickly covered it. I was like, Oh damn! Like Rey Mysterio got masked, and like even though he he was announced in WCW, like he's been masked for years now. So like that that still was a pretty big deal. And not only that, the Miz said that uh, he 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 took the mask. He said, "I'm gonna go dry clean this. I I'm gonna dare Logan Paul to wear this next week." So to that, I say, John, are we gonna see Logan Paul in the iconic Rey Mysterio mask next week? Absolutely. Just what a disrespectful yes. thing that would be. I think we will. Yes. It's interesting because Logan Paul did an interview, I think it was last week, where he said if his WrestleMania match goes well, he would be interested in doing some more work, some more work with WWE going forward. So, well, that would uh, make all the marks real mad. I would, I want to see this happen because I think it would be great. Some men just like to watch the world burn, John. Some men just like to watch the world burn. But I, I'm curious. He, he gets heat. I can't deny that. We haven't seen him in the ring yet, so I, I can't comment on that. Oh, um, he's good. He's going to be good. He's going to be better than Bad Bunny. Really? Have you watched him? In, have you watched him box before? I can't say I have. Well, well there's, there's a difference there, he, John. He, like he can be good at boxing, but like he he is good. Trust me, he's good. All right, take your word for it. We'll wait and see. But uh, supposedly he will be on Raw next week. We also know that Johnny mentioned earlier we do have a pretty good card for next week. And then is we'll face Rey Mysterio in a match from their uh, elimination paper match. We'll see the the four teams in the women's tag title match be women tag team match. Kind of preview that. We'll see the, the Street Profits face Alpha Academy, and we will also see Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar on the same show on the Raw side of things for the last time until. WrestleMania, so not a bad card. And John, you're going to see it in person, so there you go. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be exciting. So with all that said, not a bad show tonight. But John, what would you say on a scale of 110 here overall as we rapidly approach WrestleMania? 7.25. A little above average, pretty entertaining, continuing with a solid build. Especially on the Raw curve. Especially on the raw curve, I would probably go for like a seven point one. I wasn't like, other than the, other than the twenty four seven title stuff, I wasn't sitting here like, oh, this is really bad. Um, it's fine. Very good main event. I I liked some of the promos we got. I, I liked uh, about street prop. Sorry, Alpha Academy Archibald was good. Uh, but yeah, a bunch of you guys seem to agree as well. We got Stephen Chambers with seven, Michael with seven point five. Worth pointing out, Finn Bauer. U.S. champion still does not have WrestleMania match. I thought we'd get something with, with Damon Priest tonight. We did not. And that's why Michael's saying we might get some uh, some pre-show kind of thing for the, the mid-card champion at this point. It's a shame, but I can see it. We got one more week. One more week. Uh, uh, SmackDown this week. And then we'll, one more week uh, entirely to see what, what could kind of get added to card last minute here. But I can see that. Not about bad. Uh, DJ is saying all Chicago events are good until, until tonight. 0.01. DJ... You're knocking the shit like that's a you're usually giving us high you're, you're usually giving the shows high scores. I thought it was I thought it was a good show, especially for Raw. Oh well, I mean again, you're more than more than totally disagree. Uh I thought the crowd was pretty good. The crowd they were very they were hot for that Kevin Owens segment as well. We got an 8.10 from Laura Rock, so pretty good show. Pretty good show. But otherwise, here onward as, as always, onward and upward we go. Uh, we got NXT on Tuesday night. John, you and I be here on Tuesday to talk about that. So, uh, I think we should be good to go for Friday for SmackDown with Robert E. Fleece and myself. We got uh, for Raw 629 Ducks as always from Nando uh, and a 7.3 for Comptaylor. Not a bad show. So good, good, uh, 
way to wrap up here on Brawl. Onward to NXT, as always. Dolph Ziggler, the NXT champion, was on Raw tonight, so that remains a very weird thing to say. Uh, I'm sure we'll see him tomorrow night as well, as we are on the road to stand to deliver. Otherwise, uh, for all things AEW, check out two Dynamite Dudes on the Rampage from Marcus and Dominic. And beyond that, we got a great stream of interviews constantly coming at you guys. Uh, my interview with Big Damo went up today. My interview with Macadona is in the archives as well. The NWA champion retained his title yesterday at Crockett Cup. Make sure to check that out. All that good stuff and more. SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Eddie, Pop, Megan, Nick, of Tensar. Well, we're there at Russell Zone, so make sure to leave a like and subscribe. We appreciate you. Now, John, you're going to be at Raw next week. But we're going to see you uh, for the next show this week as, uh, before that. But otherwise, here, we come together to do one thing. Above all others, John, can you tell me what that is? Enjoy wrestling. Indeed. Thanks for listening, everybody.